Auzubillahiminashaitanirajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim La ilaha illallah Muhammadu Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I greet you my brothers and sisters on this blessed day of Jummah with the noble and universal greeting the greetings that have been used by the messengers and the prophets of Allah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu it is indeed a pleasure to be back here at Masjid Al-Karar here in Weinberg having been invited by our respected Molana Nur Muhammad Kaji. Thank you for this privilege and this opportunity for me to be here and to express myself as a championer of Almighty Allah. Nothing gives me greater pleasure than championing Allah and championing the truth for as we champion Allah and we champion the truth, then we claim His grace upon us. And if we are committed to living a natural way, there is no problem for us in this world and there is no problem for us in the world hereafter. That is success. If we champion the truth, we champion Allah, we claim His grace and we are interested in living naturally. Fitra, the natural way then there is no problem for us in this world and the worlds hereafter. I want to begin by giving you a translation of Surah Al-Araf, verse 153. It says, There is no God but He that giveth life and death. So believe in Allah and accept His Messenger, the unlettered Prophet who believeth in Allah and His words. Follow Him that you may be guided. This is again La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah This is our a statement of belief Allah and our beloved Prophet And Allah is saying that we are to believe in our beloved To believe in Allah and accept His Messenger And His Messenger believes in Allah and accepts His words But if we follow Him we will be guided See, Guidance is very important. However, in this day and age, very few people want guidance. I don't know people who ask for guidance. I know when people have problems, they ask for help. And sometimes they think asking for help is asking for guidance. But the Quran speaks about guidance. And the Quran is a guidance for humanity. And our beloved Prophet Muhammad is a guidance for all the worlds. Mercy unto all the worlds. And for those of us who want guidance, to see the error of our ways and to repent, to, for, to ask Allah for His forgiveness and to repent, then there is success for us in this world. See, come to Salah, come to Salah, come to success, come to success. The worship of Allah benefits us, benefits us. And Tawheed is what separates us, the human family into believers and unbelievers Tawheed the unity that is Allah the acceptance that there is only one supreme presence one supreme power Tawheed this is a very big thing Tawheed how many of us are aware of what Tawheed is Tawheed is so important that it separates us, the human family, 
into believers and non-believers. Tawheed. Tawheed is what separates us. The acceptance of unity consciousness, the unity, the singularity, the oneness, that there is only one, there is none worthy of worship, there is nothing, there is no thing, there is no power. There is only the one that is humanity's and existence's creator and humanity's and existence carer. There is nothing. The one that was never born, the one that does not grow old, and the one that does not die, the ever-living one, the ever-existing one, the creator that is supreme in power, because of whom existence is, because of whom existence continues to be, the one who creates existence is the only one who can care for existence and there is no other that is availing us except that which has caused us to be. Do you understand? Tawheed. No two-ness, no threeness. And it's not, when it says Kulwallawahad, it doesn't say Kulwallawahid. It says Kulwallawahad. Wahid means the number one. Ahad is the unity. That there is only one before all creation is its creator. The first, the last, nothing else. Allah who has no parents and Allah who has no family or siblings, brothers and sisters and Allah who has no children. There is only Allah first and last, the only reality. The only being that really exists is Allah. Nothing, there's no Allah and. There's no Allah and. It says, Allah is the unique presence. Allah is Samad, absolute eternal. That means Allah is not in time and space, not bound by time and space. Eternal means outside time and space. And absolute means all powerful. And he begets not, nor is he begotten, and there is none that can be comparable and likened unto him. The body cannot perceive Allah because Allah is the creator of the body. Whatever you see and touch and hear through your senses cannot be Allah because Allah is the creator of your body. Many people say with their eyes, I don't see him. I don't hear him. But yet with the very eyes they have and the very ears that they have that is because of Allah, they deny him. See? Allah is beyond time and space. Allah is beyond what you can see and what you can touch. Allah is beyond. Allahu Akbar means Allah is beyond. Allah is beyond and above. Allah is supremely great. See? Even with your mind. The mind that Allah has given us, we can deny him with that mind. The very mind that Allah has given us, we have a whole lot of people that deny Allah with the same mind. They have a body, they say they can't see him, we don't believe in Allah. The kuffar, they deniers of Allah. And the mushrik, those who associate partners with Allah. See? Allah is beyond your body and what your body perceives. is outside time and space, Allah is the eternal. Not born, not living in time and space, getting old and not dying. is not a thing. It's unique. The unique presence that is supreme. 
from which and of which everything comes from because of his mercy and compassion you and I are because of his compassion and mercy you and I speak we walk we talk in every moment everything we do including me standing here and talking to you and you listening to me is only because of the support of Allah the one the unique one see it's very important to heed and so we know that Tawheed is your relationship with your Creator. It's a relationship with your Creator. And how important that is. That you actually experience beyond, Allah is beyond what you can see, beyond what you can think. And the worship of Allah is the ultimate therapy. It heals your body and it heals your mind. Tawheed is a healer of diseases. Diseases occur and sicknesses occur and problems occur because Allah tells us if you remember me I will remember you if you forget me yours will be a depressed life Allah says come to Salah there is success He doesn't say come to Salah there's problems there's success there is benefit for those who come to Allah there is benefit and for those who move away from Allah deny him and for those who associate partners with Allah they deprive themselves of his benefit they suffer see so when we are unaware of Tawheed the relationship with Allah and secondly, the relationship with our fellow human beings as demonstrated by the greatest human being who ever lived, our beloved Prophet Muhammad If you don't know about your relationship with Allah and if you don't know about your relationship with your fellow human beings, you've got problems, very serious ones, literally. And then you might be begging Allah, please find a solution, please help me, please help me. But Allah gives guidance. He helps us with guidance. You cannot stay away from guidance. Continue to remain the same person. Continue to live the same life. Have problems and ask Allah to help you. The help is the Quran. The help is the beloved Prophet wasallam. If you take the guidance, you will prosper in this world and the worlds hereafter. If you do not, then there is problems. See, we are not open to guidance, to see where we are in error. We're not open to see where we are in error. We want to be right. We want to tell other people how to live and what's right and what's wrong. We want to live in denial of the greatness of Allah. We live arrogantly. It's true. We live arrogantly. We live not realizing that there is Allah, the greater intelligence than humanity's intelligence, the only intelligence. And because of Him we are and because of Him we continue to be. We do not walk on the earth humbly. We do not walk. We walk arrogantly. We live arrogantly. I look after myself. I got a good business. I got a degree. I got this. I do this. I buy this. I do I did this for my children. I'm doing this. I, I, I. Shirk. Shirk. The denial of Allah and the association of partners with Allah is shirk. It is the most horrible thing ever. To focus on any other person or any other thing other than Allah. To make 
something of this world more important than Allah to be impressed with anything of this world including yourself and your abilities and what you can do including what you have to be more impressed with yourself and this world rather than the creator of this world is a shirk to be interested in each other and what they can do for us and what we can get from them, the things of this world, as far as I'm concerned, if you are not walking humbly in awareness that there is Allah worthy of worship, not only worthy of worship, but worthy of worship in every moment of every day and every, mo every night. Allah is He, that there is no gods but He. And He is worthy of worship. Not only worthy of worship, worthy of worship in every moment of every day and every night. You may be worshipping Allah. You may be praising Allah. You may be thanking Allah. You may be glorifying Allah. But are you aware that Allah is indeed worthy of worship? In your mind, we have a frontal lobe Allah has given us. Human beings have the biggest frontal lobe of all the animal world. It's called akal. Those who have tawheed are using their frontal lobe. They live differently from those who do not use their frontal lobe. The believer is different from the non-believer. The believer is different from the non-believer. The believer acts differently from the non-believer. The believer thinks differently from the non-believer. The believer speaks differently from the non-believer. The believer interacts differently from the non-believer. The believer is different. Because the believer uses the akal, the frontal lobe, the seat of higher intelligence that is given to the human being. Allah gave us a brain with a big frontal lobe for us to use. The animals don't have it. Those who are aware of Allah are using their frontal lobe and they have an access to being more humane human beings than the rest of human beings. If you do not use your frontal lobe, you will be very animalistic. Like how animals live, you live like that. Survival, competition. See, you will not walk on the earth humbly in awareness of the greatness of Allah, the unique one, worthy of worship, you will know. A believer knows that Allah is worthy of worship. A believer knows that Allah is worthy of praise. A believer knows that Allah is worthy of thanks. And a believer knows that Allah is worthy that we place our trust in Him. We place our trust in Him. We release into His care. That we are only because of Him. Everything we have is because of Him. Without Allah, we are nothing. We don't exist. Without Allah, we have nothing. So what do we think we are? Separate from Allah. You are not. There's no Allah in us. Because that's tunis, that's shirk. That is, there is Allah, full stop. The unique one. Because of Him, you are. There is nothing but Allah. His creation is because of Him 
and from him but not a partner to him you can't meet Allah down the street and say hey nice to meet you I didn't know you because you are not and you are not you are not separate from Allah there's Allah and you you exist because of Allah without Allah's grace you don't exist if I speak to you my voice is only because I am there is no voice without me see there is only Allah there is nothing else a person who is a mu'min one who is secure recognizes Tawheed now why am I telling you about this well we are approaching the night of Shabi Barat also called Laylatul Bara also known as Nisfu Shaban and it is the 15th day the night of the 15th day so between the 14th day and the 15th day the night because in Islamic calendar night precedes the day of the 8th month which is Shaban this month which is the month between Rajab and Ramadan two sacred months is a day that is celebrated or recognized or respected by Muslims around the world and there is one authentic hadith that I would like to share with you about that Shabi Barat Barah means salvation deliverance forgiveness this is the hadith which is regarded as authentic I'm reading to you in English Almighty Allah bestows his special attention on his entire creation on the night of the 15th of Shaban. Almighty Allah bestows his special attention on his entire creation on the night of the 15th of Shaban. He then forgives his entire creation. What would you expect from the most gracious? What would you expect? Those who use their frontal lobes and become aware of Allah, they fall prostrate. They recognize that Allah, you are the unique, you are the pious, you are the holy, you are the majestic, you are the loving, you are the generous. We are nothing without you and we surrender to you. Those who are believers, they prostrate and they draw closer to Allah. And we know of his compassion. The believers are aware of the compassionate nature of Allah. He says he forgives his entire creation, but it doesn't end there. It continues, except he forgives everybody, but accepts, does not forgive two types of people. Would you be interested to know who are these people that are not forgiven? Allah's forgiveness is for everybody, except on this night for two types of people. It's authentic hadith. First is a polytheist, an idolater. One who denies Allah and looks in the world and takes false gods, things to focus on more than focusing on Allah. Money, job, women, men, husbands, wives, children, people who make things other than Allah the, the focus. Allah's mercy is upon everybody except those that deny him and focus on other than him in that way. Do you understand? That is reserved only for Allah. That way of being impressed and that way of recognizing the uniqueness of Allah and feeling about Allah first. If somebody doesn't feel that for Allah and feels that for something other than Allah, he's a polytheist, he's an idolater. 
That's the first person that Allah does not forgive on that night. See? The second person, would you be interested to know who Allah does not forgive on that night? The one who harbors enmity in their hearts. The one who is against their fellow human beings. The one who is against. Now notice this, this brings shivers to me. I don't know if it brings shivers to you. Because I'm thinking to close your heart to your brother and sister, to close your heart to your family members is almost an equivalent to idolatry. This is why I say the relationship with Allah, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, humanity's relationship with each other is what our deen is about. If you look, this is about Tawheed and putting Allah first where He already is that we can know and we can understand and we can experience. Those who are aware of Allah, there is peace in their hearts. There is love in their hearts. There is generosity in their hearts. Because they are closer to Allah. Allah doesn't say prostrate in the Quran full stop. It says prostrate and draw closer. Allah is telling us to get closer to Him. Many people prostrate around the world. Even non-Muslims prostrate to idols. Prostration is not the big thing. Worship is not the big thing. The worship of Allah is the big thing. Tawheed is the big thing. So many people say we worship God. You might think you're prostrating, you're worshipping Allah. But you might not realize there's no Tawheed. In fact, Ibrahim made the dua, it's in the Quran. He was a friendship, he was a friend of Allah, he was close to Allah. Of all people, he was intimate to Allah. But you know what his dua was? Keep me and my children from worshipping idols. Surah Ibrahim verse 35. He, the friend of Allah, closest to anybody, he asks, he asks. What about us? If he was so close to Allah and he's worried about worshipping idols, keep me and my children from worshipping idols. Who are you and I around shirk? You might think, I say Allah is one, I say Allah is one, I say Allah is one, there's one God, there's one God. You have to experience the unity. You have to have faith. The Quran talks about those who submit their will in Islam, but Iman has not entered into their hearts. A mu'min, we're talking about being a mu'min, one who's into whose hearts Iman has entered. In fact, our beloved Prophet Muhammad also made a dua around this. They, close to Allah, were concerned about shirk. Are you and I concerned about kufr and shirk in us and our families? Do you think it's just enough that you say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah? Do you think it's just enough you utter words? These were great human beings. He says in Arabic, Allahumma inni Rubika. See? Oh Allah, I take refuge with you from committing shirk. Audhu means I claim, I take refuge. 
It's not that I seek. Astaghfar is to seek. Because the second part goes. The A'udhu is I claim the refuge with you in truth. I claim the refuge. So he says, I take refuge. I claim refuge with you from committing shirk. Our beloved Prophet is making this dua. Knowingly. That I am aware of shirk. I take refuge with you from committing shirk knowingly. And I seek forgiveness for what I do unknowingly, which is the next part of it, wa astaghfiruka. See, astaghfiruka. That I am conscious of shirk, guard me from shirk, I'm on the path of tawheed. And secondly, anything that I may do unknowingly, forgive me. This is very, very important. See, Closeness to Allah. When you are close to Allah, His attributes you will feel. Peace is as-salam. Al-Wadud is love. Al-Kareem is generous. Al-Rahman is compassionate. You, when you're close to Allah, you will become close to your fellow human beings. You can't say I'm close to Allah but you feel no peace. You can't say you're close to Allah but you feel no love. You can't say you're close to Allah but you have no compassion. You can't say that you're close to Allah but you are not generous. These are indications that we are close to Him. When we are secure, when we say Allah, you are my welfare. In you do I place my trust, not in anybody or anything, not even myself. And to you I turn. This is a verse of the Quran, chapter 11, verse 88. Shu'ayb is speaking to his people and he says, Allah, you are my welfare. Not my business is my welfare. Because of my business I'm okay. Because I'm married, I've got a husband, he's looking after me, I'm okay. Because of something I'm okay. Because of Allah we are okay. How we ask, how we make dua, we say, oh Allah, my mother is sick, please care for her. Like Allah is not already caring for her. Allah is the absolute carer. What are we worshipping? Who are we turning to? What are we calling upon? Allah says, call upon Him with patience and with prayer. Verily, Allah is with who? The Quran says, Inna Allah ma'asabirin. Verily, Allah is with the patient. Who are the patient people? Those that trust in Allah. They don't react, don't get affected, don't get needy, don't get desperate. You can't call upon Allah upset it, worried. That is not peace, that is not sabr. So you wonder why our du'as are not getting answered? The prayers of those without faith is nothing but vain prayers, the Quran says. Allah says in the Quran, there are those among the people that convince themselves they believe and they think they fool Allah, but they do not fool Allah, they only fool themselves. <coughs> See? We have to know within us Tawheed. Do we understand Tawheed? Ask somebody who knows if you don't know. Don't say nobody told me. Make an appointment with Molana or anybody you know. Please teach me about Tawheed that I may understand it. That I may share it with my family. Because on Shabi Bharat I don't want to be an unconscious polytheist. When, when God is offering blessings, I am an associate, a denier of his unique power 
thinking there's power in the world, depending on me and people and things. I don't want to be a polytheist making powers other than Allah. Making something to focus on other than Allah primarily. I don't want to be among those. This is the prayer of Ibrahim and our beloved Prophet Muhammad See? And secondly, your heart. If you're close to Allah, your heart will be open. If you're far away from Allah, there's no peace, there's no love, there's no generosity, there's no compassion, there's no caring. And consider this. That the beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you want to follow in his sunnah? Here's his sunnah. He's the most caring human being for humanity ever. His whole mission was based on the caring of humanity. That's it. Caring. His miracle was without a sword, without fighting. With the power of caring for human beings. Those human beings whose minds and hearts were open saw his caring, his truth. He was interested in society. Gambling is not good for society. Let's shun it, the Quran says. Supports it. He hears, he follows. Alcohol, not good for anybody in real terms. Shun it. Guiding who? For what? For human beings. His mission was so that human beings live a natural way. A way that is in this world dignified. Dignified. Go and look at gamblers. Go and look at drug addicts. Look at how indignified they are. See? This is the way of the beloved Prophet Wasallam To care for human beings. You don't have to like everybody. But you don't have to be against anybody. You don't have to like anybody. You can disagree with your family and your brothers and your sisters. But you don't have to shut your heart down to them. You don't have to do it. The caring of Allah, receiving it, is Tawheed. And giving that caring to other human beings is what it is that do not keep rancor, do not keep resentment, do not, do not poison your hearts against each other. Do not hate. Do not hate. So it is my dua for you that on the night when Allah is issuing His blessings, that you be with us believers who have Tawheed, that you may be open. It's not Allah keeps it away. The disbelievers and the deniers, they are arrogant and they refuse. They refuse to let it in. And those whose hearts are closed to each other, those hearts are closed to receive. Your heart is closed. There's no benefit for you. So with that, I am very grateful for having had the opportunity to be with you yet again. This is my 105th Juma lecture, maybe the fourth or fifth, maybe sixth time I'm here at Masjid Al-Qaraz. Shukr alhamdulillah to Maulana Noor Muhammad for giving me this opportunity. All praise, glory and thanks be to Allah. His choices, blessings upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.